travel, to move or go from one place or point to another, to proceed or advance in any way. Ugh. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Another Way. I think we're coming up on 20. I don't think this is 20. This is... Okay. I, okay. I just... I have to set the scene for you. <laughs> I'm in Rhode Island right now, and that means that I'm not at home, which means I couldn't bring my, my the mic stand I like, so I'm having to use the rinky-dink little one that came with this microphone, which means I'm, like, bent over a table right now. Hang on. We're, tr- we're working... Oh! Okay. I'm just going to hold the mic. We're just going to hold the mic today. It'll be fun. It'll be something new. <laughs> Some experimentation. It'll be fun. So, as I said, I'm traveling. And I thought today would be a good day to do an episode on travel. Because I think it could be... Um, it's a good topic. It's a good topic. Travel's a good topic. I think everyone should travel. Sounds so, it sounds so dumb, but I do. I think everybody should travel at some point. It really does expand the mind if you get out of your own little area. You know, if you just stay in that one little area your entire life, it's, it's I mean, you can learn a lot, but um, I don't know. There's something about it that just opens you up and just seeing a different place. Like I said, I'm in Rhode Island right now, and it's it's very different here. Just architecturally, and you see different foliage and just different... Like, there's more water. Like, a lot more water. You know, I'm just... I'm, I'm used to the Southwest, where it's all... Uh, it's uh, There's not that much water. <laughs> and there's a lot of dirt and desert. And here, there's a lot of brick and a lot of trees... And it's just interesting. You know, I, I, the first time I got to go to Europe, I was, I was 17 and that was just amazing. And I find that the more you travel, the more you, the more you realize how different everything is and how much there is out there to see and to learn. And I mean, you can you can travel. This is if if you don't. <laughs> now and I'm having one of those moments where I'm beginning to think I haven't thought this through very well, and that this is just going to fail. Um, but whatever. <laughs> um, when I say travel, I don't mean you have to go to Europe or another country. Maybe you're listening in Europe. That would be awesome. I don't mean you have to go. You know hundreds and hundreds of miles, you can go to your own backyard. You know, it's funny how, how we don't see some of the things that, that really are in our own area. Like I have lived near the four corners for my entire life and I've never seen Mesa Verde. I live like an hour away. I should do that before I don't live an hour away anymore. And even just in town, the things that you you don't real the things that you don't see that you would if you were traveling there, like you hear stories about New Yorkers never going to this Empire State Building until people are in town. You know, take a day and check those sort of things out. And there's the sort of traveling you can do without even getting up off the couch, which <laughs> this is going to sound like some sort of infomercial is is reading. Pick up a good book. 
Instead of cats today, I'm joined by my aunt's dog. Hi, Freckles. <laughs> so that's that's what you hear in the background going on is him walking around. But you can travel without ever leaving the house. You can travel just down the road. You know, I like going... Um, Albuquerque, New Mexico is, is not that far away from where I live. And it's not like I would never want to live there. It just doesn't it just doesn't gel with me. But uh, it's a nice place to visit for a couple of days. And it's just far enough away. Well, it's, it's just close enough to where it's not that expensive of a trip. Like cost of a hotel room. Although I have friends I could stay with. Why don't I stay with them more often? Because I don't want to impose, I, I suppose. Impose, I suppose. Haha, <laughs> it's funny. Anyway, <laughs> you can do little, little things. And whatever you do, just get out. Just get out somewhere. Because it's different. I remember when I was in um, high school. It was my junior year. A bunch of us went to, the orchestra took a trip to Washington, D.C. to play in a festival. And there were so many of us who, who had grown up in that town um, where there were a lot of uh, Hispanic people, a lot of uh, Native American people. We, it's right on the edge of the Navajo Reservation where I grew up. And uh, not a whole lot of black people, <laughs> not a whole lot of Asian people. So we got to Washington, D.C., and it was a, it was a bit of a culture shock. <laughs> It was funny because I, I remember thinking, it's like, I've never seen so many black people in one place before. You know, and and not like, it's, it's just funny how you get so used to where you are and seeing the people around you that how much it, it jars you when you see different mixes of people. It's It's one of the things I love about traveling is just looking at the people. It's why I love airports. There's a there's a book um, called Geography of Bliss that I read a few years ago and it's and it's a very good book. He, this this guy Eric um, Eric something I'll look it up right now, um, but he goes around and goes to countries that have a really high happiness score, and he goes to a couple that have the lowest happiness score. And it's it's and a happiness score is not something that has been uh, tracked very much geography of bliss eric uh viner most people would probably say eric wiener um w-e-i-n-e-r i I pronounced it as though it's german because it looks german anyway (laughs) so he goes to all of these different countries but he talks in one part it's it's my favorite part of the book he talks about airport land because he says something about Okay, I hit a button and screwed everything up. Uh, and I don't remember where I was. He says, uh, I was talking about airport land. <laughs> so in this book, he talks about airport land and how you get past airport security. And it's all sort of the same, no matter what airport you're in. It's all its, all its own kind of country. And I love that because it's true. <laughs> like, yes, different airports have different architecture and different structures and blah, blah, blah. But it's all very similar it's 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 got the same sort of energy you've got a bunch of people trying to get to a place and then they sit at that place forever and it's got the same sort of um 
it's not a community aspect because I don't think there's any sense of like, we're all in this together, but there's sort of an under a community understanding. Like you're all doing the same thing separately. It's a very interesting idea. Um, but I love airport land because you get to see so many different people. You get to see all sorts. I love, I actually love when I have a, like a, an hour or more, well, there's a window. I like more than an hour, but I like less than four hours for my layovers whenever I travel. <laughs> because I, you can sit there, and first of all, I get, I get a decent amount of work done usually, or more often than not, you know, some playing of a game on my phone. But you get to. Do, I I love just sitting and watching the flow of people walk by especially in some of the bigger airports like the the Atlanta airport oh it's my favorite i love that airport because there's it, it's such a big hub that there's so so many different kinds of people running around you know you you'll see women in veils go that way you'll see you'll see um you um that's my mix that's my qualification for a mix of people is women in veils apparently uh <laughs> But no, you see all you see all different kinds of people, all different age ranges. I I like playing spot the musician. You know, oh, it's a trombone case, um, and then I don't talk to them. But if it's a violin case, I'll I'll like try to make eye contact, and it never works. But you know, I was at the Denver airport once and saw a guy with an accordion, just sitting on it, just just sitting on the case. And I was I was fascinated, but I was also terrified that he would get it out and start playing it, because that's that's a scary thing to see. Anyway, so travel. <laughs> you can just you can learn so much from travel, and you can learn so much from watching people, and it's interesting when you can do both at the same time. Like I was on the planes out here to Rhode Island, I got on. And I would, and I settled in my seat, and I looked up, and I just started looking at the faces of the people coming down the aisle, and you just you see so many different stories on the faces walking by, and I think this is good for a couple of different reasons. You know, it it allows us to see something other than ourselves which is always good for people who are trying to be more creative. And it, it gives us it, it gives us material. You know, I wrote an entire short story once about a guy I saw in an airport um, just coming up with his life, you know, like what, what, do, what does his life look like? And I went on for a bunch of pages on that, on that one guy. And there wasn't anything really remarkable about him. He just stuck out to me in the moment. And you can just, it's, it's, I love it. I do as much as I, as much as I also hate it because I hate going through security. I hate, um, I hate dealing with people like people at the gate of airports. It's it's just, it's, it's proof that we're a herd animal because the second they call the first boarding party, everybody gets up and just like schmushes at the gate, regardless of what boarding zone or whatever you're in. Um, and all that aside, I really do just love traveling. Even if you're going in the car, like if you're going in the car, see, here's here's the difference, I think, between air travel and, and car travel, is that in the 
with the plane situation, you see more people. You see, you see what I was talking about with, with the different stories etched on the different faces. But in the car, you see more of the world on the journey. You know, Maybe you see a lot in the plane when you get there, and maybe it's so radically different that, it, that it's, it's, it's uh, a bit shocking. But in the car, you see things shift as you're going along. And I, and I love that because you can see how sometimes it's super subtle. Like you haven't even gone anywhere. It's like, oh, oh, I've been driving for 500 miles and it looks the same. Or it can be super abrupt. I think of, a dri- you know, if you ever have the chance to go to Italy, I encourage you to drive north and, and just cross the Austrian border and go into Austria for a bit. Because that is like, <laughs> abrupt shift. It's like, oh, we ain't in Italy no more. <laughs> We're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Um, so you can see that. And that that's just as good as watching people. It's, it's different than watching people because you can see the different styles and the different, um, just the different landscapes, which is just as good, but in a different way. You can find the setting for your next novel or the next uh, scene for your landscape doing that. So just get out and travel. There's a little bit more to this, but maybe, maybe not. Let me look at my notes. I actually have notes today. (laughs) So uh, episode is sponsored by Great Grand Projects, a creative collective of artistes on the web at greatgrandprojects.com and Horizon Creative Studios, the home of Another Way, on the web at horizoncreativestudios.com. You can check out old episodes of the podcast. You can check out the uh, the YouTube videos. Those, all the ones that I've posted are up there now. And what else? Links to my uh, lesson info, my teaching philosophy, my... Uh, the offerings of the workshops and blah, 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 blah. So just go check it out. It'll be fun. (laughs) So travel. Travel, 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 travel. You know, I I talk about the idea a lot of of mixing up the routine and like just going somewhere else to, to, like I go other places to write. I try to find new um, areas in, in town where I live to write. And there's nothing, there's no better way to do that than traveling because it it forces you to be out of your routine and it's refreshing. It really is because it's like now that I'm here and I've been crazy for the past couple of weeks, just running, 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 running. And I don't have to do that here. And it's so nice. And I keep thinking, I don't want to go back to real life. <laughs> But we need that every once in a while. We need a break. And if you can do a little bit of your practice while you're doing it, I think that's good. But sometimes I think it's better to not. And maybe just do a little, like just do the morning pages and that's it, which is all I've been doing the past couple of days. I haven't done any real work in the past few days. And it's great because I, I can feel myself recharging 
you know, it's, it's, it's a really great thing. And, um, and it leaves more time for exploring. I like exploring, you know, going, going new places in a new place. And I, I, you know, you don't have to do all the touristy things. My favorite thing is just to get out and just walk around. I enjoy just, just seeing what a place looks like. Yeah. So get out and explore. There's one more thing I was going to I thought I would talk about with this travel thing. You know, when you go places, you a lot of people take a camera. And you're snapping, 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 snapping. And the first thing is that the first time I went to Europe, well every time I've gone to Europe, Every time I've done that, it's it's been on some sort of tour with a group, which I really recommend, actually, now that I'm thinking of it. I recommend that because now I know exactly where I want to go back. Because these tours, they're usually with choirs, are like you go to Italy for 10 days and you go, you spend like two days in Rome and then you go here for two days and then you go to this place for two days and you're just on a bus and you just travel around the country. And now that I have done those things, like I know where I want to go back to on my own later. And I feel way more confident than I would have, have just making it up on my own. Because I, I sort of know what I'm in for. You know, I know that I want to go back to Florence like every day for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> but if I if I were just doing it on my own, it would be a little bit like, okay, I, I guess I'll go to um, well, well, Rome and... Uh, I guess, um, and then, uh, can I rent a car? I don't know. And now I know these things because I've gone and I've done it. So I recommend those sort of group tours. And if I'm saying that, you know that it's not a bad idea because I, I hate group things. (laughs) I don't like people. Um, so every time I've gone on one of these tours, we've had, you you know, a, a guide that takes you around to the places and then you have like day guides like the main guide that gets you from place to place can't usually do the day guide of um I don't know like the Eiffel Tower or the or the Roman Colosseum like you have different people to do that and it was funny cuz every single one of them that I've met they they say we'll get out and you will make a picture and it's it's such a subtle difference but it, it's really profound in my mind because they, they don't say take a picture they say we're going to make a picture and I just love that because it, it implies something so much more creative than just okay take the picture you're going to make a picture I think it's it's much more true to what you're doing but on that note you know don't get stuck behind your camera we see this all the time now because we have these little rectangles in our pockets that have cameras on them. And so like you look at a concert and you see the stage and you see all of the people with the, you see all the lit up little rectangles and people watching the rectangle and not what's going on on the stage because they're, they're so desperate to record the moment that they're not in the moment. You know what I'm saying? So don't get stuck behind your camera in that sort of sense. You know, if you go to these places, actually look at them. Sure, take your photos. I do that too. 
make your pictures, but don't forget to actually look at the place and look at the people and look at what's going on around you because that is what you can bring back into your practice and into your creativity. There's something about seeing the place and just experiencing the awe that some of these places can create. You know, every time I've gone into St. Peter's Basilica, I'm not a religious person at all, as you might know from the faith episode, but just you look up at that ceiling and it's it's so awe-inspiring. And if you're not, if you're, it's, you can't experience that as well through photos as you can being there. Even photos that you've taken there. Like you have to actually look at the thing and then make your picture. But actually experience it because then you can recall that feeling of just, wow. The refrigerator is doing something weird. I don't know what it's doing. This is the problem with podcasting somewhere that's not your house. Is things get weird sometimes. <laughs> well, that was kind of an, a screeching halt, wasn't it? The, the awe and the wonder and the inspiration. The refrigerator is doing weird things. <laughs> I mean, it's fitting because that is how my mind works sometimes. <sighs> The other thing I try not to do when I'm traveling with with the making of the pictures is I try not to take the um, super touristy shots because I, I had this realization. It was actually the very first time I was in Italy. I had this realization that, you know, you can find the photo online. You can find the perfect photo of the Colosseum at an angle that you couldn't get with no people in it because they've been photoshopped out. You can find that online. Why would you try to take a worse version of that same photo? So while I'm... so It does a couple of things. First off, it frees me up to do what I just said and experience the thing and see the... see these monuments and these places and these wonders. And the other thing it does is it lets me look around for more fun shots. If you follow me on Instagram at that KJ Bell. You'll see some of those things that I'm talking about. I'm always trying to to find a, a different angle on things. And I keep meaning to go back and and start posting some of my old shots from from some of these trips that I've taken because I've got I've got some good ones if I do say so myself. Um but that's fun for me too because it it really it it makes me it makes me think more creatively. And it's a good little exercise. I encourage you to do the same sort of thing. Look for a different photo than the one that is obvious. It's a good rule of thumb for whatever art you practice. Look for something that is not the obvious. So, I think that's all. I think we're going to wrap it up right there. So get out there and travel, people. Even if it's just down the road or to the bookshelf. (laughs) To your local library. Travel now to your local library. Check out a good adventure today. You know, I make that I make that a joke, but I'm I'm serious as a as a heart a, heart attack. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking now.
before I hate myself any more than I do already do. <laughs> so it's okay to be an artist. It's okay to create. It's okay to be exactly as you are right now. It is okay. You are okay. And I am okay.